Hello, this is your host, Sonata Allison, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. Hello, everybody. I hope you're doing well today. <laughs> um, so like I told you guys in my last episode, I think it was, I don't know if it was the last episode or one before that, but I went to California <laughs> for the first time ever. Went to visit my friend in uh, San Francisco, and man, California is so beautiful. I, I, and the sun is so bright, and I love my favorite element of this earth is the sun. Ooh, I just said the earth is this. That's not my favorite element of creation. That's kind of a my top two, top five favorite elements of the of this God's creation is the sun. So when it was so bright on me like that, I said, wow, look at my father, Jesus Christ, the sun shining down on me. Um, but yeah, it was beautiful out there. And the mountains, they just be living amongst the mountains, y'all. I'm from Florida. Uh, well, I'm originally from New York, but I'm, I've been in Florida for a long time. So we'll be seeing mountains like that. We really don't. So I was just in awe. I was in awe. So if you guys follow me on uh, TikTok, you probably saw my trip already but it was so fun to catch up with them uh spend time with people that bring me peace so really enjoyed that um I would love to go back again and I was thinking about moving there but I heard they might low-key slip off from from the continent and what what whatnot so I don't got time for that but I will visit (laughs) but anywho let's go ahead and get into this week's episode before we do that as y'all know we gotta do some stiff Let's see um, what the trending episodes are. Also, if y'all like, girl, why your voice kind of sound a little off? I had this. My throat has been doing a weird thing. Like, as you can hear, it don't sound like a head cold. It's just my throat. So not good. Sing real. No, it don't really. Oh, there it is. You see, you see, I can sing kind of deep. But anyways, the today's trending episodes are 97. Does money make dating hard? Such a good episode. Such a good episode. Check that out. 95, there's life after an abortion. 93, abuse in Christian relationships. And 94, Jesus is better. Wow. So three, four, five, seven. So those are those episodes. And then let's see who's listening today. Okay. Number one is the United States. Number two is Canada. Hold on. My Canadians been really in here like that. What's going What's going Hi Canada. How y'all doing? <laughs> That's pretty cool. I need to come out there. That's pretty cool. You Canadians listening. How y'all be listening to me? Tell me. Tell me how y'all be listening. How y'all catch on to the podcast? I hope y'all been rating. That's probably why. I don't know if y'all been actually rating. But shout out to everybody that has been rating the podcast. I appreciate you. And then the third one is Kenya once again. So praise God. Thank you guys so much for listening. I it I don't think it's really hit my brain that people in a different country, yeah, country and um communities outside of America, North America are actually listening to the podcast. I think I need to probably sit down with that because <laughs> the fact that people in Australia be listening to this podcast in the Barbados and Kenya it's just kind of crazy, but that's beautiful the lord can bring this information to you guys and i think it's beautiful like i try to remind you guys all the time 
um, you should be proud of yourself for wanting to honor the Lord with your sexuality. So the Lord is very proud of you for the attempts you're making. Um, so never forget that. Um, he's proud of you. And so am I. <laughs> Alrighty. So, um, there are obviously different reasons that people are apting for masturbation, right? That's what we're talking about today. Um, and I've talked about this on TikTok, on YouTube, but I wanted to bring it here because this is literally my main platform. But y'all should follow me on those because that's why I be talking about other stuff. And I, sometimes I forget to talk about on here. Um, so like I said, there are different reasons that people use, uh, apt for masturbation. And it isn't just something single people do, as you probably know, if you're in a relationship or engaged or married. Um, but that might be news to some single people listening, and that might counteract your view that once you get married um, or in a relationship, you'll be able to stop. But if you're using masturbation as a coping skill, um, someone putting a ring on your finger might not be the antidote that you're actually looking for. So that's what we'll be talking about today. So let's get right into it. So when I think about it, I I, I think this is correct, but... One of the most asked questions I get is actually about masturbation. So like I said, I've already talked about this on TikTok and on Instagram, but I'm bringing it to you guys. So um, there's also an episode I talked about it, but I'm going to be honest with y'all. I can't remember which one that was. So um, here we are. You know what I'm saying? That's how that matters. <laughs> so I want to bust a myth really quick that I don't think a lot of people believe anymore because the church has moved away from using this first, but some churches and people may still believe it. So I'm going to talk about it. So churches would use this passage in Genesis 38, 9 about Onan, Onan, I'm going to say it like that, dropping his seed as a way to say, look, look at this. Yeah, he's in trouble for dropping his seed. But that was not even the full context of that verse. And this is why it's so important not to just pull a verse from a whole chapter and apply it to something. You don't even know what's happening in a verse before, but verse after. That's not smart, friends. Okay? Read the whole chapter. Get the full context. Something you need to read, need to read the whole book to really understand. Oh, oh, so that's what this. Okay, and that. Okay, right. So read the whole chapter. So this man, this man's brother died. And in that time in history, if your brother dies, you have to have sex with your, his wife. I know. Sounds crazy. <laughs> it does sound crazy. We're not doing that today. Um, so that she can bear a child and it's for, you know, her, her safety, her longevity, but also like, you know, the man's kid, the man didn't get to have a legacy. So, um, his brother died and mom was like, uh, I don't want to do that because that's not going to be my son. And he knew that kid wouldn't belong to him. And, and that means that that child that is not his own will inherit his land. And that means his own children will not inherit his, his land. Now, when you think about it from a human perspective, you know what I'm saying? The Bible does say to provide for your children. You know what I'm saying? So why would he not? He, he's like, I want to, you know what I'm saying? I, I want to have what I have. I work all this, all this for, for me, for my offspring. And now he went and died and now I got to give it to his kid. It makes sense from a human perspective. But, it says the Lord was displeased. So it was not about him spilling his seed. It was more about the duties that he was supposed to adhere to that the Lord had put in place and he didn't do it. And he was also 
not trusting the Lord to bless his obedience, right? And to provide for him and his family. So it's twofold, way, way less about him spilling his seed, more about him um, being disobedient and not trusting God to provide for him and his family. So then you might be like, okay, so it's like, (laughs) can I just, and I'm going to say this. Sadly, masturbation was not outlined as a sin in the Bible. And I say sadly because y'all y'all might be out here sinning and you don't even know it. You know what I'm saying? It's nice to have guidelines in life. But the Bible does speak about sexual immorality. And it says any sexual immorality is displeasing to God. Any. So people even say that if you lack lust completely, right? You're masturbating and there's no lust involved. You, you're kind of in the clear, right? You're kind of in the clear. But then I think there's still some danger in that because what happens is for if for like most of the time you're masturbating, um, you know, your mind's less free and then a thought pops into your mind. What, what, are, you, what are you gonna do then? You're gonna drop your hands, make let the thought go away and, and then get back to business or what's the move? And then, and then, and then how does it work? Is the first half sinful and the second... Or the first half sin free and the second half sinful. You see how we're we're getting ourselves in a in a pickle, right? It's just not helpful. So, um, I think what's more important when it comes to decisions we make sexually is to ask ourselves, um, what is God's design for sex? And the answer to that is, you always see sex being considered worship and uplifted. When it's between a man and a woman in the confines of marriage, you never you're not going to find a scripture that says uh, they close the door and he or she pleased themselves and the Lord was pleased. It's you're not going to find that there. And I'm sure that some of you can relate to the fact that even after the orgasm, you can still feel alone. It's not as fulfilling as when you may have had sex in the past. And even if you haven't had sex um, something doesn't feel quite complete for some people. Um, so I, I also want to encourage you guys to go back and listen to episode 19 about being touch starved because I think it can also play a part in this conversation. But I would like to encourage you to keep track of the patterns that happen around when you masturbate. What feelings come before the act? Is it after a recent failure? Is it an act of celebration? Um, if you aren't curious... And asking yourself questions, you'll just stay in shame and never understand why it draws you so much. So um, I think a lot of people may say like, oh, just cut it off. You know, if it's if your right eye is causing you to, or your left hand is causing you to do this, then cut the other. Uh, it's So how are we going to cut it off? Right. We got to figure out the tools. We got to understand what actually happened. So if you actually want to cut something off, I think a beautiful oppor- a beautiful understanding, too, is like, the Bible says that God's loving kindness is what draws us to conviction, to repentance, right? Um, his goodness, his kindness. So why not offer yourself some goodness and kindness here and, and just ask yourself questions. Why am I doing this? What is causing me to run back to this so often? Why does this have such a hold on me? And when you get to that place, you can understand yourself more and move differently. Also, I want to do a quick caveat, caveat for women listening and I think I'll throw something in for men as well, but I think this might help you on your journey to understanding yourself. So I'm going to read you guys one of the DMs that I got uh, about masturbation. 
and we'll go from there. So she says, hey, just came across your page, was wondering if you have any conversations around masturbation as a Christian woman. I'm saving myself for marriage and find myself, usually around ovulation, doing it like once every month or so. And I can't find anything around uh, whether it's something I need deliverance from or what. So she's basically saying, I can't find like, is it something that's bad, something I need deliverance from or like what? Um, She said, it doesn't include porn or any lustful thoughts. It's just kind of built up release for me. Um, Anyways, if you have any thoughts or suggestions or biblical truths on I would like to hear them. So when you, being a woman, okay, we already know we got hormones just bouncing off the walls and whatnot, but it it is normal for a woman around ovulation to have higher levels of estrogen and testosterone in their bodies. So imagine, it's like going back to seventh and eighth grade, it's them hormones in a small period of time, okay? And why? Why? Ovulation is when that egg drops and it's waiting to be fertilized by a man. So you should be glad that your body is working correctly. <laughs> it makes sense that your body would say, oh, I'm going to ramp up these emotion, these uh, hormones, which will make me want to have sex and to reproduce. Um, it's a lot of time people go to the doctor when they realize, oh my gosh, I have no sex drive. I don't, I don't want to be having sex. And that's when it's more of an issue, not when the person, like, you usually don't go to the doctor and be like, hey, I've just been desiring to have sex around ovulation and something, there's a problem here. Like, I, I actually want, want to have sex. They're going to be like, sis, that's how your body is supposed to work. But I think the church can play a role in that too, because why am I, why am I, why am I desiring sex so much? Am I, I'm sinful. That's not true. You're supposed to desire sex. Sex was made for you as a Christian person in the confines of marriage. So knowing this now that your body has cycles, like I was telling you, look at the patterns and you may think right now, like, oh, I don't think just look at the patterns, write it down, write it down when you usually um, get aroused and desire sex and you're going to see a pattern and it may not be solely natural could be also things that are happening in your life around you but there are patterns that you can look at so I just hope that that gives you some just time to breathe to relax it's not you're not a sinful person well you you know we we all have sin but um, you're not committing sin because you desire sex like your body is in natural cycles that God has given it to desire sex at different times so that we can reproduce um and just like enjoy sex because it's not always during ovulation. There are other times that you want to have sex. So I hope that's helpful. Also, I learned in college as well, and I look at look at the, into it more that men actually have cycles as well. <gasps> I know, I know, it's crazy. So the crazy thing is, for us, our cycle is more like a month long thing. For guys, it's twenty four hours. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so. Men have their testosterone will be the highest in the morning and then throughout the day it will start to dissipate. So that's why people will tell men or men might even feel like, oh, I feel so productive early in the morning. You know, it's those guys that are like my five, my 5 a.m. routine. I'm like 5 a.m. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be in bed for about three more hours. <laughs> but that's when men's testosterone is the highest. That's when they're most motivated. So that's why men um, 
can do those things. But I really think that, you know, what could be happening is you've realized, oh, towards the end of the day, I have no motivation. And that could trigger your feelings of failure, your feelings of not being enough, and then cause you to masturbate because it gives you that high that maybe you felt earlier in the day. So let me know. Actually, I don't know. Don't let me know if that, I mean, if it did help you, let me know. (laughs) I know that might be a little awkward for some of you, but I hope that that did help you if you are a man just um, learning that. And for your, for women, for men, you guys can also look into your testosterone levels as well. Get that checked out. I think there's even like at home things you can do where you just like prick your finger and figure that out. Because just like women, if their testosterone's off, that can cause a lot more drama, you know, or um, conflict or disagreements and things like that. So that's important to be mindful of. Like I tell you guys, it's so important to know your body, to understand your body. And I have an episode about that as well. Um, so get to know your body, get to understand how your body works so you don't just mistake everything for like being sinful. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I thought that was hopefully really helpful for you guys. Um, I've also been meaning to tell you guys that I've been reading this great book you hear my you hear me gritting my teeth that's how good of a book it is I've never read a book like this and I'll tell y'all when I read books I don't remember no author's names I do not but Jay Stringer that man he's etched into my brain okay so he read he wrote a great book called Unwanted um and this man Jay Stringer may or may not be coming on the podcast (laughs) okay um to talk about yeah, it, but he talks about unwanted sexual behavior from a Christian perspective, and I've never heard anyone approach it the way that he has. As you guys know, um, so it's kind of have it's a little more heavily focused on pornography, but as you guys know, like no one's really saying like, oh, give them grace. They need to let them understand why they're in these processes. It's just like, ew, that's what you're doing. That's nasty. Stop. That's usually how the Christian community approaches it. Now in the world, it's like, oh yeah, me and my husband, me and my friends, I'll be doing this, I'll be doing that. It's very, uh, I think well-received in most circles that people are watching pornography, um, but it's also very detrimental. So, you know, that's the world's way of moving, making sin look um, good. But anyways, for those of you um, who are realizing that the reason you masturbate might not only be hormonal or might not be hormonal, at all um maybe it's when you like feel like you're making mistakes or you feel poorly about yourself or angry about something um jay says in the book that very few people know how to self-soothe without an orgasm or a chemical reaction and very few people pursue relationships to receive nurture so that they might grow into more self-aware independent and loving adults think about that first of all that's so sad okay that's very sad now you might be thinking how come I don't know how to do that you were not taught to and that's a that's a moment to grieve right there no one taught you how to self-soothe in a healthy way and a lot of people are in the same boat that you are like I wasn't taught that either so we learn ways that maybe are acceptable in society um or just were natural to us just like learning our bodies at some point so if you weren't taught to do that this kind of ties into like I was telling you guys about being touch starved um you have to learn it right you have to learn that and a lot of the time 
in life, the best ways to learn are in relationships. So he talks about how people don't pursue relationships to receive nurture. And that will tie into probably how you learned not to receive nurture or that you didn't deserve nurture when you're younger. So this is an opportunity, once again, to figure out your patterns. How did I get to the place that I am today that I feel like I need to masturbate or whatever unwanted sexual behavior that you have, you, you feel like you have to indulge in it to feel a certain thing. Um, and I think something also really interesting in the book um, was research he spoke about that shows that um, what we've learned from our rat mammal counterparts is that when a mother rat does not lick her ratlet, the babies don't develop opioid receptors in their brains. So on a human level, the parallels would be that if a mother or father did not hug, kiss, or delight in, um, or even offer curiosity to his or her baby, the child's brain would not develop the necessary receptors to receive and give human care later in life. Think about that. You are not given, even your body has a hard time processing how to care for others and care for yourself. So this is not to say, oh, see, it's not your fault. But you were not given the right tools, sadly. You were not given the right tools. And now you have an opportunity as an older version of you to do that for you. And that can look like you just figuring out, like, what do I actually need to feel soothed outside of my sexuality? What makes me feel good? Um, And he also talks about in the book... um, engaging in our sensuality which is which is just engaging in your senses take your time to do things and really feel how th- things make you feel when you're eating don't just scarf it down take your time what about this makes you enjoy it what about your favorite food do you actually like um does it remind you of something does it bring you peace does it bring you joy um what flavors in this food are bringing you joy and and fulfillment in that moment and engage your senses and allow yourself to um with your mind and your body connect those two and and say wow that feels very good and that can be you playing sports that can be you laying down relaxing and listening to good music that could be you journaling remember if we're talking about failure feeling poorly about yourself giving yourself time to be cared for by you and by other people in community, letting people know, hey, I'm having a really hard day today and hoping that those people uh, or teaching people how to respond to you, what's what's most helpful for you in those healthy relationships. So you don't have to go to um, an isolated behavior like masturbation or whatever unwanted sexual behavior you're going to, even if it's not isolated, not using it in a way that God did not intend it for you. So those are some ways to be mindful of like, how can I actually self-soothe in a healthy manner? That's actually what I need. That's not only, that's not hurting me, my relationship with the Lord um, and maybe even other people if you're using them sexually. So I hope that's also helpful. And along with um, learning how to better self-soothe, you can also access self-control because yes right now you aren't cheating on anyone or uh fulfilling yourself instead of going to your spouse but when the urge comes up does it take you over or are you able to find something better to you does it feel too hard to walk away um 
it's an opportunity to develop that fruit of the spirit being self-control because the ultimate goal is not pleasing ourselves or even pleasing, pleasing our spouse, but it's becoming more like Jesus, honoring him with our life, um, develop, developing a deeper relationship with him. Um, you know, and that, that includes your sexuality, every aspect of you, every aspect of your life, um, is included in honoring the Lord. So I really hope this episode is helpful to you guys. Um, you guys know my heart is never to cause you guys to feel shame. I think it's important to feel convicted because that allows us to change. But remember, like the Bible says, his loving kindness, his goodness brings us to repentance. So I, my heart's desire is that you would feel loved and that I've, I've spoken to you in a kind way today and offered you a different approach to your unwanted sexual behavior. That it doesn't have to be shame first or shame ever. Like you can feel like this is not something that's the best for you. And hopefully you can find other ways that actually do help you. So uh, I really hope this episode was helpful for you guys. As you guys know, you can follow the parallel at the parallel pod on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Remember to rate the podcast, guys, so other people can hear about it. Um, if you ever do want to write a written response, I do actually read those, and I appreciate everyone who actually writes their uh, actual reviews. But just dropping some stars can help other people access the podcast as well. Appreciate everyone who's already doing that. Um, so remember to kiss the sun, speak the truth in love, and I'll be talking to you guys soon. Bye.